This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on-air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpit.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian Perspective on the News. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship and the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action and the William Carey Bible Institute. It's Dr. Peter Hammond. Good morning, Dr. Hammond. Good morning, Brad. And uh, in terms of the Kingdom of God and Christian missions, uh, this week, uh, very um, sad, solemn, important uh, milestone. Brother Andrew, a God smuggler, uh, passed into eternity this Tuesday, the 27th of September and at age 94. And uh, Brother Andrew is the Dutch Christian missionary who dedicated his life to smuggling Bibles to persecuted Christians behind the Iron Curtain in communist Eastern Europe. And uh, uh, his correct name is Andrew van der Beel, uh, known throughout the world as as Brother Andrew or God Smuggler. And uh, after the fall of the Berlin Wall in 1989, he refocused his energies on serving persecuted Christians in the Muslim Middle East. And as Andrew declared, Islam should stand for I sincerely love all Muslims. Uh, he visited Hamas and PLO leaders, including Yasser Arafat, giving them Bibles. And Brother Andrew traveled to 125 countries in his extraordinary life. His wife, Corrie van der Beel, died in 2018. They had five children together. Well, the first time I met Brother Andrew was in June 1979 at the headquarters of Hospital Christian Fellowship in Kempton Park in the Transvaal. Brother Andrew was speaking at devotions and he mentioned that while communist governments may close down churches, it is a lot harder for them to close down hospitals. That is why he supported the work of Francis Grimm, under whom I was serving and training, evangelizing and training doctors and nurses to be ongoing daily witnesses to patients and other medical personnel. More people pass through the hospitals of the world than through its churches. So Brother Andrew reminded us that God has placed us at the foot of Africa to take the gospel of Christ throughout Africa. The continent of Africa is the special missionary responsibility of the church in South Africa. You have the manpower and the materials to fulfill the Great Commission throughout Africa. That was part of the message of Brother Andrew at that uh, devotions back in June 1979. Well, uh, during his message at the HCF devotions, Brother Andrew mentioned the spectacular growth of the unregistered church movement in communist China, which was news to most of us because Back in 1979, most people were questioning if there even was a church in China mm. and uh, because of the great uh, cultural revolution mm. and uh, the fact that uh, under Mao Zedong, it seemed the church had been annihilated. But in fact, as we know now, there are well over 140 million Christians in China and growing fast. But there was a desperate need for Bibles in China and the communist government of China only allowed a very small number of old translations to be sold to members of registered government-controlled three self-churches. And those wanting to purchase a Bible in China needed to apply and register very much like if you were seeking a firearm license from the state. And of course, the unregistered or illegal underground church members could not meet the state requirements, and they would not go through such a procedure because it would endanger their life and their liberty. 
So there was no alternative. Millions of Bibles would have to be smuggled into Red China. And Open Doors was preparing for its biggest Bible smuggling operation ever, a million Bibles to be smuggled in China under what they called Project Pearl. Well, after devotions, Francis Grimm introduced me to God Smuggler, saying, this young man is about to be called up for his national service with the South African Army. So Brother Andrew fixed his piercing blue eyes on me and with great intensity admonished me. Young man, when God says duck, duck, do not ask when or why, just duck, or a bullet will go where your head was. Hmm. Well, through the coming months and years, I often had cause to remember this admonition from Brother Andrew. We met a number of occasions and exchanged correspondence throughout the years, and Brother Andrew had served as a soldier for the Netherlands military, and he had fought as a commander in the Dutch East Indies in what later became Indonesia. He was wounded in a brutal conflict, and he came to Christ through reading a Bible during his rehabilitation. It's an incredible story. Well, my wife, Lenora, regularly met Brother Andrew as she was growing up in Austria, because he was a frequent guest at the Bathman home, which was something of a missionary guest house for missionaries traveling behind the Iron Curtain or returning from missions to Eastern Europe. Brother Andrew uh, was frequently traveling with Bill Bathman, my father-in-law, Bill Bathman noted Brother Andrew is just six months younger than him, so they're exactly the same generation. Bill Bathman and Brother Andrew undertook numerous missions together behind the Iron Curtain. And when I traveled with Bill Bathman throughout Eastern Europe, he'd often recount answers to prayer and testimonies which had occurred in different towns, villages, churches, checkpoints, roadblocks. It was inspiring missionary apprenticeship to travel with Bill Bathman and during a mission to Yugoslavia, Bill Bathman pointed to a bend in the road where he had almost crashed the vehicle he was driving in shock. When in 1966, Brother Andrew told him he was working on publishing his testimony and the title of the book would be God's Smuggler. Well, immediately Bill Bathman recognized the complications this could cause to their ongoing work with a persecuted church behind the Iron Curtain. On the positive side, Brother Andrew's book alerted the world to the plight of Christians who were persecuted in Eastern Europe, suffering under communism. And it inspired many initiatives for ministry to the neglected fields in communist countries, which at that stage was one third of the world's population. However, on the negative side, it could alert the communist officials, the border guards, the secret police to seriously complicate and endanger those who were continuing to minister in Eastern Europe and the Soviet Union. And after the fall of the Soviet Union, it was revealed that God smuggler was required reading for the KGB and in a, a more recent edition of A God Smuggler, Brother Andrew included that piece of information. He was personally informed by a KGB person that this was required reading for us. When I asked Bill Bathman how he first met Brother Andrew, he recalled, mm. it was 1957. I was conducting services across Europe. That night I was in Bensheim, Germany, when I saw two cars with Netherlands license plates. One was a VW Beetle, light blue, near the 1957 Chevy. They were en route to Hungary and Poland. And then Bill Bethlehem remarked that sometime later when they met to coordinate training programs uh, and missions behind the Iron Curtain, Brother Andrew commented on his text and sermon that night in Bensheim, 2 Peter 2, 22. But it has happened to them, according to the true proverb, a dog returns to his own vomit and a sow having washed to her wallowing in the mire. And Brother Andrew said he could never forget such an unusual text in Mm. an evangelistic sermon like that. Well, in 1968, August 1968, as the Soviets invaded Czechoslovakia, 
Bill Bethlehem phoned Brother Andrew and told him, and as the Russians are coming towards us, we should seize this opportunity and go into the strife-turn country and dispute Russian New Testaments to the Soviet soldiers. So they agreed to meet in Winslow Square, Prague, and theirs were about the only vehicles going into Czechoslovakia, passing columns of refugees fleeing in the opposite direction out of the country. There's virtually no um, <laughs> formalities at the border post. They just drove in. Wow. Uh, Bill Batten and Brother Andrew climbed onto Soviet tanks in Prague, handing out Russian New Testaments to the invaders. Well, over the years, it's been a joy to work together with Brother Andrew on a number of joint projects, including in Angola, when the war was raging there in Sudan. And Frontline Fellowship helped deliver and distribute thousands of Bibles for open doors in war-torn Islamic Sudan. We hosted open doors workers in the field. We recovered and towed one of the vehicles thousands of kilometers, all the way from Sudan back to the Transvaal after it was abandoned in a flash flood in what had been a dry riverbed inside southern Sudan. And Brother Andrew and I corresponded regularly. We promoted and sold his books. And I can still remember what I read in God Smuggler during training in the South African Infantry. Yes, every day on the shooting range, we took turns in four sections. I used the 75% of the time we were waiting for our turn to pull his book out of my side pocket and read more of his fascinating testimony. Hmm. And what I read amongst the sound of rifle fire during those days on the shooting range is still clear in my mind. Do you know, by 2002, God Smuggler had sold 10 million copies in 35 languages. When he was asked if he had any regrets about his life's work, Brother Andrew replied, if I could live my life over again, I would be a lot more radical for the Lord. Wow. And I can only think of Daniel 12, verse 3. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the firmament. Those are too many to righteousness, like the stars forever and ever. So we praise God for a life well lived, for a great innings, for a great servant of God, Brother Andrew. I've put on our frontline mission essay.org website some pictures and testimony of Brother Andrew. Uh, what what a, a great testimony. I should just say for our listeners that um, tomorrow in Stellenbosch, there's a home education expo and uh, um, many home education providers like Christian Liberty Books will be there at uh, Willowborough, I think, uh, just outside Stellenbosch. And on Sunday, the 2nd of October, it's International Life Chain Sunday, and uh, downtown on Batenkrak Street between Cape Town National Conference Center and the Waterfront at 2 p.m., people will be gathering uh, for prayer vigil and uh, placard protest, literature distribution outreach. So if anyone is interested in the area, please join us at the Life Chain. Appreciate that so much. The voice of Dr. Peter Hammond. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Sounds like you have a busy weekend ahead. Many blessings to you, and thanks for your time this morning. Yes, we do. Thank you very much, Brad. God bless. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.